Welcome to the Bureau Briefing. Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors. They are amazing. Thank you to MailChimp. If you need a marketing platform, MailChimp is so much more than just email. They help you with Facebook ads, with Google ads. You just got to check them out. And the way that you can slice and dice the campaigns, it's beautiful. 10,000 feet. You know, if you need insights into your projects and your people, 10,000 feet is the resourcing tool that can help you with that. And also gather content. Content is always the thing that drags every project down. But when you use gather content, you can get a handle on it. And now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Bureau Briefing, a podcast by the Bureau of Digital, an organization devoted to giving digital professionals the support system they never had. Each episode, we're going to talk to a member of our community doing awesome, inspiring things. Now for your host, Carl Smith. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Bureau Briefing. I hope you're having a great week. I am having a great week. And today, coming by the Bureau Studios, we have got Melanie Chandruang. How's it going, Melanie? Uh, Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> now, we met at Operations Camp in Utah yes. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I was really impressed uh, with the way that you just, just your knowledge of operations, the, the things that you were bringing to the table, and you're bringing them from a different angle mm-hmm. um, because you are a consultant, right? Yes, that's correct. But you weren't always a consultant. So tell everybody a little bit about your background and what led you to launching We Consult. Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, I'm flattered. Thank you <laughs> for acknowledging that. Um, but yeah, I got start. I-, I wish I had a really interesting story to tell and that I've been yearning to go off and do consulting for years and years. And I finally branched off, but that's just <laughs> not, not the case. Uh, it start. you know, I've been um, at a full-time job for the past 10 years in my career. Um, I've always been in operations. I first started at uh, a tech startup, and then I moved over to a custom development shop, uh, which was a sister company of that tech startup. And then I moved over to a web design agency, um, which is where the bulk of my kind of agency experience lies and is from. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I was, I've always been in operations. Um, and in terms of operations, I know that's such a broad term, but basically at these companies, you know, they were small enough, you know, the web design agency was the largest one, um, being around 40 people, but still small enough that I was able to have my hands in a lot of different things. So, um, everything from all the finances and accounting to HR, Uh, all of the business administration that everyone hates, you know, filing all those documents every year and doing, uh, you know, 401k audits and workers comp audits, all of that stuff, Uh, you know, even down to office management. And so uh, it wasn't always me doing all of those things, but I did have my hands in uh, all those different departments and had a team of people uh, working on those things. And so, so yeah, jump forward to, you know, when I was at the design agency, um, I had my hands a little bit more on the services side, which was really, really great to, to have that experience. 
And unfortunately, at the end of uh, 2017, that company was acquired. Fortunate for them, unfortunate for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was a, a whirlwind. You know, it went from a 40 person agency where everyone's tight knit to, uh, you know, they it was a aqua hire and or a yeah, so talent acquisition. And so right. uh, they um, moved over to a 5,000 person enterprise software company. Whoa. Yeah. And so uh, I, I was able to help in that transition, you know, kind of shutting down the company doors. And um, at that same time, I uh, had the opportunity to move some of the existing team to another agency. And that agency was about 70 people. And at that point, uh, when I was integrating them, you know, at this new agency, I, I realized, hey, you know, this agency is almost double in size, but they have so many of the same problems that these smaller companies do. Right. Um, you know, so it's just a lack of processes, a lack of defined workflows and kind of just flying by the seat of your pants. And, and that prevents you from moving quickly. And so at that point, I decided, hey, why don't I use my skills that I've learned in operations uh, to be able to help multiple companies at the same time? Uh, and, and, you know, my thought process behind that is not all companies have the funds to hire an experienced operations manager. That's just not, especially for agencies where, you know, you're billing for your work, every non-billable person you add, you know, hits your profitability. So um, I was thinking, yeah, why don't I just help out? They can hire me, you know, on a consultant basis and I can get them up to speed, help train their team, put processes in place. And then it kind of took off from there. So so you go with the name We Consult. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So again, not a creative thing. I so my uh, husband actually has a, a small agency, and he does mainly product design. And so his company is uh, named We Build. And so to simplify things, you know, this is the operations person in me. I was like, <laughs> what's the easiest way that I can just, you know, jump this hurdle? creating a name. I don't want to go through this whole branding thing and then, you know, incorporating my own business. So I just did a, a DBA, uh, you know, it's kind of a doing business as and attacked right, right. it onto my husband's um, already existing C-Corp. So that's the story behind the, well, the name. That's great. And I have to say, as a, an old school ad guy and marketing guy, I was like, ah, oh, she went literal. <laughs> oh, we consult. That's what we do. Right. Exactly. It's we like build. We, we build, we consult, we we do everything basically. Yeah. We do a lot of other things. We just don't name our companies that. Exactly. So it's uh well, so okay, so so you come out of the gate with We Consult. Yeah. Um and your first client was that second shop that you were moving people over to? Did did that uh, take off for you? Yeah. So actually they weren't I guess they were technically a client. I, I had never thought of them as a client. Okay. Um, but yeah, I my first client was actually um, an agency based out of Michigan. And, um, you know, that relationship happened totally organically. The, op the studio manager a couple of years back reached out to me as the operations manager at the agency that I was at and said, hey, we really respect you guys. And okay. I just want to talk about operations. How do you guys process time off? How do you guys manage resourcing? All those things that, you know, we talked about at operations camp. She just wanted to pick my brain. And so they were, I, I say that they're my first client. And so, yeah. And so they're in Michigan and you're in San Diego, right? Yeah, I am. Okay. So she reached out to you? Yes, she did. Yeah. At the time, That's it was a couple fair. years back. Yeah. You're supposed and then to hustle and it's supposed to be so difficult. <laughs> I hey, know. 
maybe I'll just pick up the phone and there's my first client. (laughs) I know it was really, uh, I was very, very fortunate. You know, I, uh, posted on LinkedIn that I was going off on my own. She saw my post and shared it with her founder and he reached out to me and it was literally one sales call. I don't even think of it as a sales call. It was just, Mm -hmm get to know you. What have you done? What's your experience? And they're like, okay, send us a contract. It was seamless. Um, that was not my first experience though. I did have a heartbreak early on where, uh, an agency in, um, you know, my area had a verbal agreement. I had been, you know, kind of courting them for over, uh, two months and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's my first client and out, out the bat, you know, I I thought I was going to, like you said, hustle my pants off. And so, um, (laughs) Three days before I was supposed to start, they emailed and said, you know, shift of internal projects and they were no longer bringing me on. So I've definitely had my fair share of heartbreak and it's, you know, six months in at this point. So, yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I've, I've tried consulting. I never put, I, I never went out trying to. It's just the nature of where I sit with the Bureau. A lot of people think I'm going to know a lot of stuff because I'm in all these, all these different events. Right. And, um, and I think I, I do know, but yeah, consulting is not, credit. <laughs> consulting is not just about talking, right? It's not just about knowing. And I think there's so many people who feel like if it all falls down, I'll just become a consultant. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so what were some of the things and and you just started in February. So so this is still really fresh, but what are some of the things that surprised you about being a consultant that you weren't expecting? Hmm, some things that surprised me. I would say you know, I knew that selling my services was going to be hard, but I didn't think it was going to be as hard as it has been. Um, you know, I thought that me just talking about my experience would speak for itself. But like you said, ju- you know, speaking doesn't always, um, you know, take you all the way to where you need to get. And so that has been um, surprising and challenging in that uh, I am not a great salesperson. Um, I just like to dive in and do the work. I don't really like to, uh, or, or maybe not like to, but I, I haven't gotten to the point where I'm completely comfortable telling you and selling you on what I can deliver. Um, I know it's important because I have lived and breathed it for 10 years and I see the importance when I'm in there, mm-hmm. but it's hard to convince people um, that things could be better. Uh, and you know, a lot of the people that I've encountered are really brilliant people and they're working on really great things, um, but they want to move quickly. And so I think sometimes, you know, when you talk about process, that scares them uh, and they, they, they just don't know any better. And so really, pro- I, in my mind, I feel process helps companies move faster. Um, and obviously, you don't want to have a process for every little thing. You want to have it um, kind of the right balance for the, the size of the company and the pace of the company. So, so what are the size, uh, sizes of the companies that you're talking to that your, your prospects are? Yeah. So right now, um, they're all small companies. Um, you know, the agency in Michigan, they are a 10 person company. I'm helping, um, you know, kind of in that area. I've spoken to another, uh, few agencies that are larger than that. You know, they're in the 25, 30 range. Um, I just haven't taken them on because I haven't had capacity to. Um, and so, yeah, I, I feel like they're all small. Uh, eventually it would be interesting to see what type of 
impact I could have in a larger organization within a specific department, uh, maybe, you know, a design organization, a design department and mm-hmm. kind of putting my magic touch on, on that, but haven't gotten there yet. So we'll see. So with the, with the clients that you have and the shops you're talking to that are smaller, you're plugged in with the owner for the most part, right? Yeah. So the owners, uh, some of them, they've got an operations manager, but you know, like any small agency, everyone's wearing so many hats. So they're not just a dedicated operations manager. They're doing project management as well and strategy and sales and all of that. And so, um, yeah, the, the agency in Michigan, they, um, had a studio manager. And so, you know, she had experience in, um, uh, some of the operations. Um, but I kind of helped, you know, bring her to the next level and kind of teach her things that she wasn't already aware of because that she didn't come from an agency background. So. Right. Well, and, and I think one of the things, uh, and, and you've probably identified this or maybe not, but having been somebody who ran a shop, I, my imposter syndrome would be flaring. I mean, if, if you were going to come in and take a look at how to help us, I would have to acknowledge that, there were things that could be better. And as much as that person running that 10 person or 20 person shop really wants to acknowledge that, yeah. it also hurts. Yeah. Right. It's like, I you know. feel like, why can I not be enough? Why can I not do that? So how do you approach that when you're first talking with a, a company about coming in to help? Yeah. Uh, again, I've been really fortunate. The the companies that I have helped, they know where they're lacking in skill. Um, gotcha. You know, a lot of the the founders, they didn't set out to run the company. They just wanted to work on exciting projects. You know, either they're uh, they come from a developer background, or they're a strategist, or their design background. They they wanted to do kick-ass projects. And so the their goal wasn't to run the day-to-day operations. That's the boring stuff. And mm-hmm. so it, uh, from my perspective, it hasn't been completely hard for them to admit <laughs> that they right. don't know what they're doing and that they could be doing a better job. Um, so I've been fortunate there. But I do have to say that in my career in operations, I have definitely um, run into people that, or, or even founders that, uh, you know, feel like they know everything and they don't have anywhere to improve. And those are the kind of clients that I don't think that I would personally mesh well with. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think it's just, you know, all about the connection too. If I'm able to sit down with someone and we can talk about anything under the sun, that's going to be ultimately a good relationship. Just like, you know, you running your agency, that's probably the, the way it was with your clients as well. You know, um, it wasn't, of course it was about the work, but if you can have a a friendship with them, then that yeah. goes such a long way. So, oh, they knew. I, I used to tell uh, prospects, I'd be like, "Look, if we sit down and start talking, you're done. You're going to like <laughs> us so much, and I just want you to know: don't invite me over or don't come over here oh if you gosh. don't want to work together because it's just you're not going. It's not fair to any other shops that you're talking to. It's just, oh, that's awesome! I need to get that confident that I can say that. <laughs> oh, totally can. No, but I like what you're saying is that you're giving the the founders you're giving really the rest of the the company the ability to focus back on the stuff they love because you're optimizing that day-to-day stuff right so do you when you go in um do you find that sometimes you have to recommend that they change the tools they're using because that feels like that could be kind of challenging yeah uh so the tools is something that I haven't touched as much to date um I have recommended you know that that uh, they 
maybe look at different tools, but that is a really hard thing to, to convince people of. Um, from, from my perspective, it's been more about, hey, you're using this tool, uh, for example, Basecamp for company-wide communication, and that's all they were using it for. I was like, this is not the best way to be using this tool. How about you send out company-wide announcements in a different way? Um, and so, so yeah, that, that hasn't been really something that I've been, you know, deep diving in yet. Um, and so I haven't had to like pull a tool from someone's hands that are, you know, clutching it to the, you know, hard to their chest. <laughs> so, so yeah. <laughs> well, so, and I mean, that, that's another one of those sensitive things. It's like, as soon as you start changing tools, mm-hmm. people are going to start getting cranky. I don't care if it's three people, yeah. somebody brought that in and they're going right. to have ownership and they're going to have pride in it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I like to start simple, you know, just, uh, I, right now I'm creating, um, an operations manual for one of my clients and it's kind of the, you know, if this person gets hit by a bus one day, that's what we've been calling it. That manual. I feel so Where- bad for bus drivers. <laughs> They, they I know, right? They get a bad rap. People are getting thrown under their vehicle. They're constantly hitting people. Exactly. So I bad. know. Those bus drivers. Yeah. So anyway, um, creating something like that. And I'm just using yeah. Google. I, I say, what are you currently using? And they said, oh, we're using Google tools for everything. I say, great. Let me create that operations manual in a Google Doc. And there are some, uh, you know, some cool, I think they're cool features, you know, you can create the headers so you can have a table of contents and skip directly to that section. It's whatever they're using. I I try to kind of just blend into that and, and make it work for them. I I haven't pushed any tools, um, onto people. Um, I do hate outlook though. So (laughs) (laughs) I do. So when I see that, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can work with you. (laughs) Yeah. So, so you're six months in. Yeah. How's your day to day? Oh my gosh. You know, are you just slammed? Uh, I was in the beginning. So, my first client in Michigan, I was, um, you know, doing about 25 hours of billable work for them. I was slammed. And I, my main project for them was, uh, you know, creating a hiring process and then also recruiting three, no, four different roles. So I was on the phone constantly going, creating the process as I was running the process. And so it's basically, you know, jumping off a cliff and building the airplane at the same time, right? That. Um, And so it was very challenging, but um, I was, you know, heads down and uh, having a blast doing it. I was on the phone all the time with different candidates and with the team in Michigan. Uh, and so, you know, I ended up hiring a full-time operations manager for, for them. Um, and he is amazing. And I knew, you know, when this guy hits the ground, um, I'm going to be out of a job. And, and I was grateful for that. You know, he was, uh, he's honestly amazing. I think re- he's going to do awesome things. And, um, when that happened, I was like, okay, I need to, uh, think about who my next client is going to be. And so there was a lull in between that, uh, engagement and then my next one. And so it's kind of, you know, busy heads down, things are crazy. You know, it's kind of the, in the agency world, feast or famine. Um, I went through a bit of a famine. I was like, am I ever going to work again? Am I just going to be wandering around my apartment talking <laughs> to my dog? You know, and, um, and you know, all the people that I've spoken to, they say, yeah, get used to that feeling because that's never ending. And so I have gotten, you know, I, I kind of just said, okay, this is how it's going to be. And I have more clients now. And so busy again. So yeah, really grateful for that. I, I've only had one boss my whole life and her name oh. was Melanie as well. 
Okay. And um, <laughs> Melanie Husk. And she used to tell me all the time, she was like, enjoy the slow time. It's not going to last. And as soon as it's gone, you're going to be so frustrated that all you did was sit there and worry about it. And I was like, okay. I know. But, but it's so tough, right? It is tough. Yeah. I mean, even when I left, um, you know, the the full-time uh, position at the agency, I was like, I'm going to take a vacation and then I'm going to, <laughs> you know, catch up on some Netflix and go to the beach because I never go to the beach, even though I'm 15 minutes away. Right. And um, the day that I, you know, left the full-time position, I freaked out. I was like, I'm never going to eat again. I'm never going to, I got a parking ticket that same day and I started, you know, yelling at the the guy that was giving me a ticket. I was an awful person. It's so hard to kind of, you know, to remember those words of wisdom that you gave yourself, you know, this is time for me. And so, yeah, I I need to get better at that. But it is the worst, and and it's it's humans. I, I I don't know if it's cross cultural or how it works, but I know at least for me, it's it's the same thing. Like you just you have that feeling that this is never going to work. Why did I think oh, this yeah. was going to work? Who? Yeah. Everybody. Nobody told me. This is. I blame all of you. Everybody listening. <laughs> exactly. This is all I your know, fault. Right. Yeah. So what I do mean, you? Go ahead. Oh. Oh no! I was going to say I'm really fortunate because my husband's been an entrepreneur for eight, 10 years. And so everything that I've gone through, he just laughs now. He's like, this is exactly what you've given me a hard time for, for years. You know, I'm, I, you know, I used to give him a hard time. Why aren't you stopping for lunch? You need to nourish your body in order to do the best work. And now I'm texting him from the other room saying, can you please make me a salad? I haven't eaten all day. And so he just laughs now. And it's great. We have that kind of bonding thing between the two of us because he can kind of guide me through the rough waters. So <laughs> so I had uh, my youngest daughter the other day. It, you know, when you're 15, you hear a lot of things for the first time and you think that nobody else has heard them, right? Mm-hmm. So she came to me and she goes, you know, dad, nobody on their deathbed ever said, I wish I had worked more. <laughs> I mean, I was, at 15, that's really wise. I was like, that's, that's absolutely true, sweetheart. But you know what they do say? I wish I had done more for my family. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. to do that, I got to work more. Now get out Absolutely. of here. No, I didn't say yeah. that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Let's it, get out of my those office. things, right? It's like you do have to pace yourself. You do yeah. have to realize. Now, now you are in a service space. So yeah, if, yeah. if you don't do something that day, that opportunity could be gone. Right. right? So, it's, so that is like super heavy. Yeah. But do you think you would ever hire somebody else? Oh, yeah, that's my dream is to have a team. Because, you know, in my career, uh, in operations, like I said, I it's never been just me. Uh, I've always had a team of people, uh, you know, working alongside me, whether it's, you know, an office manager that I get to, to hang out with all day, or if it's a, a recruiter or an HR person, um, I have a team and we can collectively think about the big projects that we want to work on. And then we, uh, you know, divide and conquer. And that's my dream is to do that for, for companies as well, you know, to not just be doing all of the legwork myself. And so I would love that. Uh, but as most agency people know, when you hire other people, People, you're responsible for those people. Not oh, even agents, anyone that runs a company. It, it is a big weight. I don't want to ever have to say, I don't have enough work uh, to sustain both of us. And, you know, I, I'm the owner and now, you know, you, you're going to have to find some other contract work. I would hate that. Um, I 
I've had my fair share of less than desirable bosses. And so I want to be the best boss that I can be um, as well. So, so yeah, it's a very, uh, you know, uh, big goal of mine, but at the same time, it's a big weight too, um, that I know that I'd be taking on. So. Well, so if you look back six months ago and you were going to give some advice to then Melanie, mm-hmm. like what would you say when you were just starting out with the knowledge that you have now? Hmm. I, let's see. I mean, I feel like I had so many people guiding me in the right direction. Um, but I would probably say that you're on the right path. Uh, because I had a lot of self-doubt in the beginning, you know, especially after that agency kind of dropped me even before I started. I was like, oh my God, is this how it's going to be? Maybe that was my only chance. And it's really to just keep going. Um, and that you do know a lot more than you think you do. You know, like you said, it's imposter syndrome. I am working with new people, um, you know, potentially every few months. And so, uh, there is a lot of self-doubt there. Um, but, I, I do, I feel like now I I feel like I have, uh, the tools to go in and, uh, execute on some really great projects. And so it's really just to have confidence in myself. That's the kind of the advice that I'd give myself back then. So that's great. And I think everybody, I mean, we all need it, right? We all need that confidence. And it is funny though. I'll look back a year at things that I set in motion that I'm having to deal with now. And I'm like, I don't like you then, Carl. (laughs) one year ago carl yeah but well congratulations on on coming out of the gate strong and uh and overcoming that that first little hurdle yeah Um, yeah thank you (laughs) and i look forward to to checking in maybe in another six months and uh and seeing how things are going yeah absolutely that would be great (laughs) wonderful well everybody listening thank you so much and we will talk to you again next week all the best 